0: Thank you for joining us. And remember to rate, subscribe, and review. Let's do this. Hello, hello, everyone. This is Brie Carroll, your host of Hearts and Stripes podcast. And I wanted to just say welcome, welcome to another Faith and Marriage episode. I'm really excited, and I hope that each and every one of you has received a great deal from this series. I know I have. So I wanted to kick off today with um, one of my favorite people. Um, I have the opportunity to speaking with Courage Molina. She is an amazing woman of God and someone who, when I have those questions, these uncertainties, I need to know where to go in the word. Courage is my girl. That's my go-to. That is who I hit up in the DMs. And, and get some insight and, and oftentimes she's a coach so she'll ask me questions right, um, so I, I absolutely am excited to talk to the one and only courage Molina but before we jump into that conversation, let me know it, let me tell you that if you are here at hearts and stripes podcast that we are all about. Strengthening military marriages. And the way that we do this is in three components, our pillars, if you will, the three things that we will always focus our conversations on. It's one seeing you thrive as an individual because we believe that you have to show up for yourself before you can show up for your marriage. Two, we want your marriage to thrive, not this mediocre business transactional relationship of a marriage, but we really want you to enjoy and to grow and to blossom and bloom in your marriage. I kind of like to call it a fire. We want that fire to be blazing in your marriage. So the conversations and discussions that we have here are to equip you to do and live just that. And the third way is we want you to thrive in the legacy that you are building. So some of the conversations and the topics that we talk about here deal with a long-term aspect, because we also believe that your marriage has the power to not just bless you and your partner, but also those outside of it, whether that be generationally, whether that be community-wise. So we talk about building a legacy and what that looks like and how that can look different for each couple. Now, let me tell you a little bit about our amazing guest for today. Courage Molina is a faith coach and everyone's favorite Bible teacher it is no surprise that her life's work is to help ambitious, purpose driven women to build extraordinary faith so that they have the confidence to go after the life they really want. She believes the foundation of becoming your most bold, confident, and courageous self is in the daily habit of studying and applying the Word of God to your life. She is the founder and lead Bible teacher for Dose of Courage Community leading a daily, or excuse me, a weekly Bible study, which yours truly is a member of. And it is a place that is for women entrepreneurs all across the globe. We'll talk more about with her about her university as well, but know that she is a wife and mother of three who currently lives in North Carolina. So shout out to all my Carolina people out here. Let's jump into our conversation with the one and only Courage Melina. So welcome to Hearts and Stripes podcast, Courage. Say hello to the people. Hey, what's good? What's good, people? So I am excited, like I said, to talk to Courage because like she's a real one and we are gonna go right into it. Uh, Courage, I would love for you to share your story. Give us your marriage story and just a little bit more about who Courage is and how you got to be who you are right now.
1: Okay, so... um... I'll start with my marriage story, yeah? Before I tell you who I am. Let me start with my marriage story. First of all, my friends were always like, well, we can't help that you was a child bride because my husband and I, we started dating when I was probably like in eighth or ninth grade. I had a homegirl um, who lived in our same small town. She went to middle school with us. And then in seventh grade, she actually went to what we call like the bigger city because I, I came from New Smyrna Beach. And um, because she had gotten into some trouble, she had to go to a school in Daytona, mm. which was a little bit more city life, you know? But when she came back in eighth grade, she had this book full of phone numbers, of like boys' numbers. Oh. And so Sis, sis had her on the app before there was an app back then. And <laughs> so you could pay for like, you could pay like a couple dollars for a list of names and numbers, okay?
0: Wow. I'm trying to tell you,
1: but I didn't have to do that because she was my homegirl. So I just got, I got my names and numbers for free. And literally this is so sad, but it's so true. I just call, right? You would just call a boy and be like, hey, my name is, and talk to him. And if he had a nice voice, then then you could just, that. if he didn't have a nice voice, then you just kept it moving, right?
0: That's hilarious. Uh,
1: and so my husband's name was on the list. And so I called him. He was so rude, bro. I think I was probably like 14. He was like, he talking about he grown. First of all, you've not grown. <laughs> like, I've grown. He don't know how I got his number. I told him, I was like, my friend Erica gave me a number. He was like, he didn't know no Erica, all of this. And so normally if I didn't like them, I scratched their name off the list, but I never scratched his name off. And when I got back to the notebook whenever the next time i was calling boys god bless um, i <laughs> called him and he was nicer this time around he's mm. so good on the phone and so we just talked on the phone every day this is during the time of like pay phones and house phones where your mama could
0: with the phone cord phone, that wrap around cord. that you had to take yes. the phone to your room <laughs>
1: and then you was excited cuz you could have a cordless phone but that was a mess because then it like, I want that Courtney's phone on the base by 9 p.m., you know Correct. what I'm saying? Correct, We talked every single day on the phone. We probably talked for like a year before we ever met. We wrote letters, like actual letters in the mail with postage. And then um, when I turned about 15, we were allowed to meet, right? And so I met him, he's so cute to me. Ah. And we have been together off and on since then. Um, our relationship was as great as it could be for young people but mm-hmm. then I got pregnant and then it wasn't that great anymore uh, I was a teen parent
0: mm-hmm. and
1: um I'm gonna share this on a podcast because I share it in a book so it's, it's not right speech. drop
0: the name of the book I mean oh book. yeah
1: okay yeah the book power principles courageous living how I overcame depression and took back my life and so um I actually got pregnant from somebody else
0: So Mike and
1: I were not intimate. We were, I really, really liked him, but he lived in another town, which seemed like a hundred miles away. It wasn't, but it just seemed that far. Well, you don't have a license. Right. A 30 minute drive is impossible. right? Right. And so, um, I got pregnant. I knew the baby wasn't his because we weren't doing anything. And I called him up to tell him I was pregnant. He was like, oh, click." <gasps> <laughs> he Brera didn't have no words. He was like, Oh, but that's what we're doing. Oh, okay. Click. I was so heartbroken, obviously. because I didn't really like the guy that I was that I had sex with. And so like a couple weeks went by and I tried calling him again because I decided that I was gonna have an abortion. And he was like, you know what? Um he missed me. He wanted to be with me. He was like, Whatever you decide to do, you know. I'm going to try, you know, I'm, I'm in. And I was like, well, I'm going to have an abortion. He was like, okay. But then I didn't have the abortion. And so I mm. called him to tell him, well, I decided I'm going to keep the baby. And he was like, well, I'm going to try. I'll try and stick around. And I'm from single parent family. And that try to stick around. Like I just, from my experience, that don't really work. We were very young. Yeah. This was not a good start. Yeah. Pregnant by somebody like it just, this is a mess child. This is not going to work. And so I was like, you know what? I, I appreciate that you can't be all in, but I have to be like a mom. So we can just be friends or whatever. I can't, you know, I can't be like, oh, you daddy and then you ain't daddy. But when I tell you that man stepped up, he was at the hospital. Wow.
0: It was like,
1: when I had Micah, I was 16 when I had Micah, I think he was 19. He slept in the hospital in the on the low cut. He's a big dude too. Six and some change. He was... Like 275 when I met him, he I'm talking about, I'm not talking about no small dude. Slept on the cot and he was like down like four flat tires. He said he was in. Wow. He's been in since too. Okay. And
0: this is neither one of y'all are believers
1: Um, at this point. We believe that God exists, but in the true sense of followers of Christ, absolutely not.
0: Got you, got you. Got
1: <laughs> absolutely you. not. We wildin' out here in these streets. And so we were together. By the time I graduated from high school, I was pregnant with my second kid. Before I turned 21, I was pregnant with kid number three. We got married young. I was 21, we got married. He adopted Micah. Um, I named Micah after him, even wow. at the hospital. I gave her my maiden name at the time, but by the time she was probably like six, he was like, what are we doing, you know? And so he adopted her. And um, our marriage, our entire relationship, right, was unstable mm-hmm. right? and it was volatile also. Um, we loved hard and we fought like crazy people. So there was no great communication, there was no, we were teenagers who were parents who lived right. together. That's
0: real. It's gonna be <laughs> just a lot of growing up, a lot yeah. of figuring it out, and a lot yeah. of lashing out at one another because y'all both are like yeah, all um, over the place.
1: And I'm a feisty little thing, so like I used to fight all the time, just in general, not just him, but I would fight. And so then I fought him. Um, it was just it was we were just a, it was a mess, bro. Um, as we got older. We were like trying to settle down and, and pretend like we were a normal family until we got married and then he cheated twice and I was both times were devastating. I actually feel like, um, the second time was more devastating than the first, the first time we were always fighting. I'm not saying that makes it okay, but it was just a different temperament when i found out about the second time he cheated he cheated during a difficult time but i didn't find out about it until we were going to church
0: ah, together.
1: yeah you know all it had been like a couple years since it happened and then it came out that just messed my whole like it just messed my whole world up man
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: um all of that fighting and, and those things stuck to me. The way we fought, we didn't fight. We didn't argue. We fought like people in the street, both with words and physically. So right. every nasty thing he ever said to me stuck with me. You know, I can't speak for him, whether the nest, but I'm gonna say that I said nasty things. Whether or not they stuck to him, I don't know. But the things he said to me stuck with me. Gotcha. Um, that led to like me being challenged with my self-worth and my self-esteem and- mm my whole value as a person was wrapped up in the health of my marriage. And since my marriage was a mess, that meant that as a person, I was also a mess mm. because if I were a good person and I deserved good things then my marriage would be doing better than it was, um, it just ushered in a lot of dark days for us. Um, depression came and snuck in before I even knew it. I was depressed. Wow. And I was drinking every day. Um, I was drinking every day. Uh, it doesn't, it didn't seem like I was a drunk because I drank what is socially acceptable to drink every day, which is wine. But mm-hmm. the purpose for me drinking a bottle of wine every day was to cope. Right. Right. And then I had a close relative that was diagnosed with cancer and that just pushed me over. Then I wasn't just drinking in the evening. I was drinking, you know, sudden comfort with my pancakes.
0: Okay right in she, the morning <laughs> you were committed to to coping in that way so so how did you get from that low point to now where you are in a better place with not just your marriage but your life and even the calling on your life how did you go from just for someone who's listening who's like dang i can relate to a lot of what you're saying right now and that's where i am right now how did you go from there to to the the courage coach courage my favorite bible teacher like how how did you go from that point to this point
1: um this lady invited me to go to her church right I was back to pretending like everything was okay um my cousin had passed and I was like okay I gotta get back to pretending like things are okay and she kept inviting me to this church she went to my church with me and then she was like well I went to your church I was like well you want to go (laughs) I did not want to go to her church. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Um, She went to Elevation. It does not have, like, it is not Black culture church, which is where I grew up. And that's what I was familiar with. And that's what I wanted to continue with. So I was like, I mean, I don't want to be over here with this music. I don't know what kind of music this is. I don't Uh, know what this little dude is wearing with these jeans and these sneakers. Like, I just was like, I ain't really feeling it. I understand. (laughs) She was like, no. So I went. And um, the energy was, it was just like, it's very weird. It's just weird for where I came from, right? Right, right. Like that, this little dude gets up on the stage and he says, um, sometimes this life with God can be disappointing." And I was like, amen, amen. Cause I was disappointed, you know, I was hurt. I was like, this is this is trash, actually, if we're going to talk about it, you know, right, and right. in the church said, amen to that. Everybody else was quiet to that, you know, mm-hmm. and um, he just preached in such a way that it was like, you can be disappointed and God is still good. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And I had never considered that I could be in so much pain and so utterly disappointed and angry with God. And he could be good at the same time. Yeah. Like, I never considered that as a possibility. Um, and he preached the word in a way that made me feel like he really knew the word. I was like, this he really like?" It seemed like he really know the Bible. He's not just yes same you know, things over and over. It's like he's actually breaking this word down. And that was the first time I had heard it preached that way. Um, and so I continued to go to Elevation Church. Shout out to Pastor Stephen Furtick.
0: I was I, about to say, shout out the pastor because yeah, because
1: uh, he, he did like like it. His...
0: Right, right. <laughs> YouTube him if you if you are not familiar. And so
1: um, I just was just blown away by the way he delivered the word. Um, he did it from this place of where well, I felt like he really had this understanding and knowledge of the word, and I just hadn't felt that in any place I had been before. I thought, dang. I bet you he'd be making some good decisions boy you know what mm. I'm saying that's how I thought I was like I bet you he kind of smart you know what I'm saying like he'd probably be talking to God and stuff I was like wow and I thought I want you know I want to be able to do that like I want to yeah. know the Bible like that I want to know how to read it and make it make sense and and so I just I started studying my bible and he preached on tithing 10% mm-hmm. of your first fruits and giving it to the Lord. And he was talking about you know money and, and volunteering. But I started to think what, what would it look like if I gave 10% of my day to God? Well, it looks like two hours and 24 minutes. And ain't nobody got time to be given to two hours and 24 minutes to no Bible <laughs> study. I was teaching in the classroom. Mm-hmm. I had three age kids. I had, my marriage was a mess still. And I was struggling to get through the day if I was honest still. Yeah. I was like, I ain't got time. Ain't nobody. Got time there. But I couldn't shake it. And so I was like, well, maybe when I tell you, I started getting into that Bible every day. I built myself up to two hours and 24 minutes. I devoured any and every resource available to help me better understand, better break down the word of God. And it just, it freed me in a way I never even imagined. And it completely changed my life. You know, I
0: was like standing in the sun. I was like, wow, this is, this is, this is it. I was like, like, okay, this might, this might be all right. I love that. And I, and I love that. And just to tie it back for our listeners, this is another example of how someone used the tie, the principle of a tie. And it completely changed their life. Our past guest, Ashley, shout out to Ashley Ashcraft. She decided to um to 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 give a tithe and to to use a biblical principle to ch- to fast. No, she used fasting. That was her biblical principle. She fasted a behavior and an attitude. And I love how, as you use the biblical principle of tithing, not in the typical monetary sense, but you tithe. Your time. So I love how in this series we're starting to see how people are utilizing principles that are found in the Word, which is why we're gonna get we're gonna dive into how courage will will help you um, get an understanding and guide you so that you can utilize the Word. And I love how people are pulling principles straight from the Word, applying it to. Um, where God has placed to see like, hey, maybe if I use this principle in this other area or in this other way or apply it to this thing that I can see growth and I can get revelation and I can really be transformed by using this the same principle that you may be here or have heard since you were a child in other ways and see the results that you want to see in your life. So courage, that that is huge. And then also, let me also foot stump this other point. you focused on yourself first. You said you was gonna get in this word for you. You didn't get in the word like I'm trying to save my marriage. So let me get in this word.
1: Oh no 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 no! Now I, I was getting in the word, telling the Lord what he needed to tell Mike. Let me, <laughs> let me be clear. Let me no, cause I let me tell you something. I wasn't the problem. Now I might have had a lot of problems. Listen, but I ain't the problem. Your son, this dude that I done said I do to, he is the real problem. He's but the every problem. time you get in the word and you talk to God about somebody else, he's like, yeah let's talk about you. And I'm like, no, I, this is my quarter. I called you so so we could talk about Mike. Not We're not talking about me today. That's not on today's agenda. It just doesn't work that way. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but the more time you spend in it, then you realize like the only person that I can change that I'm responsible for is myself. Um, and when you start to really understand the will and the way of God, you realize you have so much work to do. You literally have no time to worry about The areas where somebody else is falling short because you are so aware of the grace that you've been given, the compassion that you've been given, the forgiveness that you've been given by Christ. And so it's time for me to focus more on what I owe God instead of what God owes me. Mm. That'll change you. You know, that'll change you. And I think it's important for us to realize we're not just talking about principles in the Bibles. This is a system of how the kingdom works, right? This is the system of kingdom living. So If I put something in the system, whatever I put in the system, it works. So we're talking about tithing. The Lord says, test me in this and see when I pour you out a blessing. There won't be room enough to store because I gave my, my finances to him. And so I wanted to see what the system would do with my time and Mm. my wisdom on earth. If I gave him 10% of my day, how might he multiply that, you know,
0: that's
1: um, and so it was. It was an amazing thing, you know. It's, it is completely changed my life. And so since I'm so different, but I don't have amnesia. Like I know how wretched I was. I know what a mess I was. I think sometimes people get saved and they forget, but like I, my memory is long, I <laughs> and I am very well aware. And so I just thought dang, this is such a good, like this life is so good. You know, do other people know they can have this good life to like, do people Mm -hmm. actually know, like the Bible says these things. And there were so many things that I studied that I realized were against even Christian culture. There are things Mm. that were taught in church culture, Christian culture that don't don't make it through the filtration system of the word. It's just not there. It Mm. ain't in the word, but it's taught so much. And as a collective, we start to live out church culture and Christian culture and not Christ. You know, we're not modeling Christ. We're modeling the church and we're modeling these things. And so when you start getting in the word and you can see the freedom, sometimes you question the word. Like I would question the word. I'm like, that can't be true. I would say to the word, that can't be true. Mm. Because it wasn't what I heard so much of before.
0: Yeah. In church, in a church setting. Yep. Mm -hmm.
1: So I thought, man, people got to know this. And so I didn't want it to be my job. I'm not in, I'm not interested in leading the ministry or anything. I just, I'm a sharer. So I just share stuff. I share my favorite things. And so I, I would just go live on Facebook every day. What's up y'all? It's your girl, Coach Molina coming to you live with the DOC, Dosal Coach. Let me tell you what this Bible said today. And then I would just yes. share whatever I got from the Bible on my way to work. And I was 100% content with that. Uh, I did want to be an entrepreneur. I wanted to be a coach, like a business coach or help people create curriculum or content. And I just like Bible, like as a side thing, like
0: Mm -hmm. people have
1: jobs and they lead Bible study. And that was, that's what I wanted to do. Have, you know, have my business and lead Bible study. But, um, you know, we just, we went another way. The Lord, the Lord went another way.
0: Right, yeah, the CEO, (laughs) the Lord said, courage, uh, actually, what's going to happen is you're going to, um, do this weekly Bible study and you're going to make those, those, uh, lives, a whole award-winning podcast. Mm -hmm. And you're going to have a whole university where you are, um, really teaching people, not, not just the word, but how they can utilize the word to, um, utilize it in their business, in their everyday, making it practical um, so that people can not just read the word, but also have a understanding of it um, and have that practical application. And I love the methods even that you utilize and how you teach. And and let's dive into that because I always ask for what is a resource that you can give to um, service couples or couples who are listening that can help not just strengthen their marriage, but because we're in this faith and marriage series, but also their walk with Christ. And I absolutely feel like courage is the, courage is the plug, she the resource. Um, so tell us a little bit more about Dose of Courage community, the university, how can people get plugged in to um, get this understanding that you've gleaned from the word and how do you teach people um, to navigate the word of God?
1: Um, so for mostly like I mostly serve wives that's how I serve marriages right because mm-hmm. I serve the wife specifically right um, and the better we become the more like Christ we become as wives then that improves the health of the overall marriage right regardless yes. of where the husband is or what the husband is doing obviously it's uh, exponential if the husband is also doing things but the marriage can be improved through the wife um, and her growth in in the word of God. Absolutely. So, um, the YouTube channel courage Molina, um, is where I teach the bold method. It's the method that I created. Um, it's very similar to the soap method, which is also one that I, that I use that's also on the YouTube channel. Um, it's all about helping you to build your faith one verse at a time. So you can check out the YouTube channel. As far as the community, the community is, first of all, this community is so amazing. It is so amazing. Like, like, oh, it is the, it, you know, it's designed by God. Cause I never would have did it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it is divine. Um, the online community, Dose of Courage community is now a full-fledged um, global church for women Online, and we always say that we do church differently by divine design. And it's because when you think about church, you think about worship music and preaching and things like that. But when you look at the biblical understanding of what church is, they were going into homes and somebody was teaching them the Holy Scripture, somebody was teaching them doctrine. They had opportunities to ask questions and get their questions answered, right? It was a back and forth, it wasn't just a You know, preaching, which I love church. I still go to a traditional church. Um, But this is amazing because on a Saturday morning, you can come into a space that is church, right? And Mm -hmm. be taught the word of God from the word of God and ask questions. um, And every single week, we are diving in every month. We are focusing on one book of the Bible, which is something that a lot of traditional churches don't have the freedom to do. That's why I say it's by divine design because I I, nobody runs me, but God, right? Mm -hmm. So that's who I check in with. So I don't have to have a program or any of those things. We can just get in the book. So I'd love for women to connect with the Dose of Courage community, this online church. It is just, it is phenomenal. Um, Courage Molina University, it's a little more intense, right? It's not church, it's a university, right? It's an yeah. online school. And through the online school, uh, the focus there is really personal and spiritual development through courses and coaching. My One of my favorites is the Courageous Faith membership because it partners with the Bible study, like it follows what we're learning in Bible study. So you get to double and triple down on what you're already learning in church there's nothing like repetition to increase your retention of anything that you're studying right and accountability so that's probably my favorite program offered uh courageous faith membership but there are loads of others um some that are more intense courageous discipleship 12-week biblical studies that's much more like a college course it does not follow the bible study uh that happens every week it is selected material to really help you to become a a disciple. I feel like courageous discipleship is the foundation of the house that you're building. And so I I wonder, I always ask people this, like when you think about what you believe in, how much of that is secondhand faith? How much of that did you get from somebody else? Mm. Even what you think churches, right? what you think marriage all of these things that you think you know how it goes did you get that because you did a study on marriage or because somebody gave you a couple of verses on marriage and then they gave you the rest of their interpretation you know and if if you can honestly say that you haven't studied any of the things that you believe for yourself then i sh- first of all everybody needs to get in courageous discipleship if that's the case
0: let's go yes yeah. i think that's i think that's really good and, and I love that because it challenges even the everyday believer, right? Yeah. How much of the information that you are standing on is something that you know, that you know, that you know, because you've done the work, you've dove in, you've asked God for revelations, you've read it for yourself. Um, and, and I love the the concept of the community because it really does take it back to that acts example of what was the what were they doing in the what was the early church doing they were going through the word they were like you said it wasn't just someone is talking at you and you say amen and you leave you can ask the questions you can go through and you can okay now how do I apply that right um and, and I love the method even that you use um when it's coming to that observation portions and so many like check it out on the youtube courage has a a breadth of resources that are some of which you can access right now. They're absolutely free to you. Yes, you can come hang are. out with us. Yeah, most are, exactly. Absolutely free to you. YouTube, check us out for the weekly Bible studies. I'll make sure to put the link to all those things there. And then when you are ready to go deeper, cause like, I, let, me, let me warn y'all, courage is going to give it to you straight, which is why I love how she dives into the word. When you are ready, to take the next step and go a little deeper and invest in your spiritual growth, your, your knowledge of the word. She has that available to you as well. And and does it in such a, a a refreshing way. I know I, so courage, like we go way back, like, you know, yes, we we go go way back, we go back, way back. Um, But to see how much you have just grown in your ministry, in your work, in what you've done, it has been, a, a, an example even for myself but i can see like okay god's hand is completely on that because courage w- would have wanted to do something else. like oh, yeah. you are oh, absolutely yeah. being obedient to the call and one as a friend thank you for being obedient <laughs> to the call and two um what you do is so necessary and i'm so excited for our hearts and stripes listeners to one Uh, get a dose of courage right here on Hearts and Stripes. So make sure you check out the podcast and two, have the opportunity to connect with you. So ladies out there, um, if this sounds like something that you might want to check out for yourself, I will definitely be sharing the link to our Saturday Bible study. So stay tuned. Look at that. Um, I'll be sharing it on It's Brie Carol on Instagram. Make sure you follow Courage as well. We'll put all of that in the show notes, but you have to be there to experience it for yourself and just see how we interact. It is truly a global community. We have yeah. people from all over the world who yeah. tune in. So shout out to Courage. Um, any last bits of advice that you could give our listeners that um, can help them as they continue to uh, get into the word, um, to to learn more, and to, or maybe someone who is who is in one of those uh, lower places, um, maybe they are struggling with depression. Maybe they are like, oh, "Okay, yeah, read the word." That's just what everybody says. What bit of encouragement can you give them, or advice that you could give them um, to make a difference, even today?
1: Um, I would, I would say for you to read the word. Start in the Book of John, the Gospel of John, um, and as you read it, read it differently than you've read it before. Read it with the understanding that these were actual people who had lives. And so as you read about what happened from day to day, take some time to think about how they must have felt, how they must have looked, um, how they must have responded, what people must have been saying about them, right? I think we just kind of look at it real flat. We just look at the story and we don't go deep. We don't think about it. I also want you to consider yourself in all the positions of the of the people who are in the Bible. So a lot of times when we read uh the word, it's like if I'm reading the story of David and Goliath, then I immediately position myself as David. Here's the thing though, you're not always David. Sometimes you are, but sometimes you're Goliath.
0: Sometimes, <laughs> right. sometimes you're
1: Saul, hole up in a room, mad, because somebody else has an anointing. Sometimes you're the brother who feels jilted because somebody got a promotion that you felt like you deserved. So you're not mm. always David, friend. Sometimes you somebody else, and I think that we miss an opportunity for the word to really see us, which makes it difficult for us to connect to the word because we won't allow the word to read us. So I would start in the Gospel of John, especially if you're in a deep, dark place, because Jesus is funny, and he's the truth, and there's clapback in the book of John, and he also says who he is over and over and what he wants to do and how he wants to be there for you and all of these things like so many promises are beautifully laid out in the gospel according according to john just slow and steady take that's a pause awesome. so that's yeah.
0: good that is so good um that and i and i love that because again i knew the advice was going to come right from the word <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right from the word friends <laughs> if you haven't gotten the theme of this episode is all about the word and and I'm super excited. Thank you courage for being with us. But before I let you go, I have to ask my favorite question, which is all about our heart tracks. Heart tracks two is the playlist that you can find on Spotify to follow all of the songs that our guests here on hearts and stripes podcast have given. Um, so go to Spotify search Heart tracks two. That's heart tracks two on Spotify. And you can hear the full playlist, which is an awesome reminder of some of the conversations that we've had right here. Now, courage, Molina, you are in the hot seat. Tell us what the heart track for today is.
1: Okay. Uh, it is Started from the Bottom by Drake. Hey, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. I love it. Listen, I know it ain't gospel, but it's the truth when I think about my life and my business when I think about my marriage where I think about where I come from and where I am I'm trying to tell you started from the bottom now we're here and my whole crew with me like you understand what I'm saying? Uh, like, come it's the on.
0: I love that I love that and y'all know we like to have fun here at hearts and Stripes podcast I love that we are in the faith and marriage series <laughs> and the heart track is Drake so shout out to Drake for making the list door faith and marriage. But no, that's so, that's so real started from the bottom. Now I'm here. That's one of, that's one of the songs that I definitely play as well. Especially when I think back over like how much God has gotten me through, Ooh, like how wretched and, and I'm still a work in progress y'all. We, sure. we, and no one has arrived, but how wretched I, I used to be the things I used to do the decisions I used to make the mindset I used to have. And now I'm here. Like, Come on, come on, come on, Pastor Drake. I'm going to need you to just go on and. <laughs> I, love it. I love it. So thank you so much for being our Hearts and Stripes podcast. Um, I hope that everyone checks out all of the links in the show notes to connect with Courage, the university, the Bible study, and just to get plugged in any ladies out there. We invite you. You will find me in the Bible study. So I hope that you guys join us on Saturday, thank you for being with us. Thanks for having me. Thank you for tuning in. Remember to rate, subscribe, and review. This is Hearts and Stripes. We are the few, the proud, that aim high and are forged by love. Always ready, always there. We are Mill Marriage Strong.